Hello and welcome to SKA Hotels Coronavirus Podcast. I'm John Kepner, Director of SKA Hotels, and this is our weekly look at how the pandemic is affecting the tourism industry, specifically the meetings and events sector in some of the most popular and frequently booked destinations in Europe. Each week, I'm joined by one of our hotel or destination partners to share their insights into their city's COVID experience, how their venue has adapted to new conditions for meetings and events, and what we can expect to find when travel and events do eventually open up again. It's the afternoon of Friday, 5th of February, and my guest this week is Hubertus Rothwangel, Head of Sales at Austria Trend Hotels. Hello, Hubertus. Chris Gott. Hello, John. How are you? Good, thanks. Welcome to the podcast. First of all, we're going to change the angle of our podcast from previous episodes. So rather than talking about the current lockdown in each city, because in reality, restrictions are more or less the same everywhere right now. We're going to focus instead more on the future for each destination and what awaits us there when it reopens. So let me start, Hubertus, by asking you what you think is the outlook for 2021. Do you see a return for business travel to Vienna before the end of the year? That's a good question, John. Yeah, I mean, uh, based on statistics from the Vienna Tourism Board, uh, Vienna had in the year 2020 a decline of uh, arrivals, approx uh, minus 75% compared to 2019. So despite several reports suggesting that business travel will never return to pre-dynamic uh, levels due to the emergence of video meetings and company recognizing that some cost savings can be made for unnecessary travel uh, being forecast with four years. But in my opinion, I believe that we will have uh, to focus on domestic business travel in Austria and also on business travelers of the surrounding uh, countries of Austria because I think business trips take place at the moment, especially by, by car. In Austria, we, we are also still in, in a lockdown situation um, and hotels are uh, generally closed. But we have certain hotels uh, open in order to accommodate business travelers for, for imperative reasons, which is allowed according to the Austrian law. And so we are seeing in these uh, hotels we have opened uh, that we are accommodating uh, business travelers at the moment. So as soon as there are opening up the country again, I think it's it's gonna start again. Yeah, and I and I think uh, smaller meetings and events they will come back in autumn. And and if all safety measures and regulation standards have been defined by the government, also bigger events are hopefully possible again by beginning of next year. I hope so. Now, there was one very good initiative recently announced by Vienna Convention Bureau, which I wanted to talk about with you today, and that's the so-called protective shield. So in a nutshell, the Austrian government has created a financial package to cover losses for event organizers if their event is cancelled or restricted due to COVID. And this includes international organizers, I should say, as well, who have booked an event in Austria. This is a really positive scheme, isn't it, Hubertus? What else can you tell us about it? Um, I, I agree, John. Uh, this is definitely a very positive initiative from our government. This will absorb financial damage uh, caused by corona-related uh, cancellations or restrictions on events uh, through the approved protective shield, which is worth in total about, I guess, uh, 300 million euro. And this initiative is valid uh, for events, for example, for congresses, trade fairs, uh, cultural events, 
sporting events and uh, all kind of business to business and also business to customer events. Yeah. Uh, so this will hopefully help event organizers to give them uh, the confidence in order to bring events to Vienna. So it's definitely a super, super initiative from, from, from our city. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think Vienna really seems to be leading by example with this kind of scheme and also depending how 21 proceeds in terms of vaccine rollouts and hopefully a gradual return for live events, it could be that the shield would need to be extended to provide the same protection for events later in the year or even into 22 as well definitely one to keep an eye on and listeners can find more details about the protective shield package from the vienna convention bureau at vienna.convention.at now most of our listeners here will know austria trend hotels but for those who don't it's the largest hotel group in austria with 23 properties across the country 16 of which are in vienna hubertus aside from and Indeed, despite the pandemic, you've had some exciting new product launches over the last year, which visitors to Vienna can look forward to. Can you tell us a bit more about the new Bassina brand and also the very smart new Hotel Maximilian at Schönbrunn? Bassina, yes, this is our new, totally new hotel brand. Uh, it's a little bit of a bad luck situation. Uh, we, we opened it uh, before the lockdown in March last year. So, so we didn't have a lot of time to test uh, the new hotel and, and how it is. Uh, but anyhow, the, the, this is the case. Yeah, it's our it's our new sister hotel from Austria Trend, the Bassina Vienna Messe Prata, and it opened in a completely new name, uh, look and feel. So the hotel has in total about 240 modern and stylish rooms. And the special thing for us uh, as, a, as a tourism company as well. Uh, we created uh, this brand uh, ourselves within the company um, and, and this new design uh, concept and its own character of the hotel we established uh, by our own. So this is something we are really proud of. Please check out our website as well from the, from the hotel, basenahotels.com, where you can get a super impression uh, of the, how the, of the hotel looks like. And it's really, really nice hotel. And as soon as congresses and major events are coming back, this hotel will be the first choice again, I guess, for business and congress guests due to, due to its uh, proximity to the fair center, to the Reed Messe Vienna. So it's right next to it. Yeah. So the brand itself, we had a lot of plans for it for, for this year and also for the upcoming years to expand the hotel group with a lot of more uh, Bassena hotels. But for the moment, we have to keep a little bit. We have to keep it a little bit down, and uh, there is another project uh, for Persina for next year planned, um, um, and this will be communicated soon. Yes. On the other hand, like you said, yeah, yeah, we opened uh, a new hotel last year, the Hotel Maximilian. I mean, I guess it sounds a little bit crazy to open a hotel during the pandemic, mm -hmm. uh, but the hotel itself it's amazing. It's a super hotel in Vienna, opened in September last year. It's a classy hotel with a historical flair. Uh, the hotel has only 41 rooms, yeah, uh, but it has a great surrounding area, including the Palace Schönbrunn and the Palace Garden. And the, the further uh, advantage of the hotel is the, the new hotel is located right next to the Austrian Park Hotel Schönbrunn. Um, you know it very well, which is, uh, has been 
uh, also, also newly renovated recently. And this hotel offers an exclusive setting for conference and events as well. So uh, one of the highlights in the Park Hotel Schönbrunn is also our Imperial Ballroom uh, in the hotel, which is very famous for doing all kinds of events there. And for that reason, it's a great combination to use both hotels, for example, for meetings and events. And uh, the Maximilian also has a, a large and a terrace with direct view in the beautiful inner garden of the hotel and the wellness area and the fitness room as well. It's everything there, the, the surrounding, the Palace Schönbrunn, the, the, the location. It, combined with these two hotels, it's the place to be there, to be honest. Yeah. And what else we got? I mean, even times were quite hard uh, last year in the Austria Trend Hotel Savoy in Vienna. This is actually the biggest hotel from us in terms of uh, meeting capacity. We have the, the ballroom there with over a thousand square meters. Um, and we managed to set up there with our technical service partner, uh, a new virtual streaming suite for, for webinars, video conferences, uh, recordings or online congresses. So a streaming studio and a video conference with green screen if required. You can have your own individual streaming portal with logins or for participants, chat function and uh, participant uh, statistics. So there is also a fully equipped control room and so on and so on. So this is what we are really proud of. And at the moment, demand for this kind of studio is, is, is really high. Everybody is doing this. Uh, so this was definitely, I think, a good idea. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Talking more generally for a moment about Vienna, for those listening who have not yet experienced the city, or even for those who have been but would be looking for something a little unusual or something they wouldn't find in any guidebook, can you give us your top tip from your home city to see or do or eat or drink on the next day in Vienna? I mean, you do know that's a tricky question <laughs> because Vienna has so much to offer and I'm really grateful of living in this city. Uh, I mean, I enjoy walking around on the Vienna Ringstraße, passing by the, the amazing and beautiful historical buildings or go to Schönbrunn Garden early in the morning for jogging when nobody is still there. I mean, during these times, it's, it's, you can go even in the afternoon, nobody is there. But uh, my personal favorite experience is that the city of Vienna is so close to the mountains. So for example, during winter, uh, I like to go for ski touring where I go up on a mountain. This mountain is called Stulek. It's about uh, 2000 meter of altitude nearby Vienna. Uh, and it can be pretty stormy and windy weather and a pretty tough experience. So uh, the same day I'm, I'm, I'm going back uh, then to Vienna. And in the evening, I'm sitting in the Vienna State Opera House watching a concert. So this mix of nature and city life makes it very special for me. And, and of course, after the concert, uh, I'm always going to the Wiener Würstelstand in order to get the Kiese Kreiner. That's a Vienna sausage with cheese and a beer. So this is more like a traditional thing. So this is what makes it really, really special for me, Vienna, but also the, the surrounding of Thank you. Several very good tips there. Is there snow at the moment uh, in the mountains? Uh, in the mountains, I yes. I think it's the, it's the best winter we had uh, for many, many years. But unfortunately, nobody can come for skiing. Right? Ironic, because <laughs> nobody can travel to actually enjoy it. Okay, thank you. And now you've shared your tips for Vienna. I reward you with a virtual trip anywhere in the world. What's your first choice post-COVID destination? Um... I'm looking forward to go with my wife and my kids to Jesolo, to Italy, to the Adriatic Sea. As long as my kids are small, uh, is this my happy place, to be honest. So, 
don't need to go much further at the moment. That's a good one. And I guess you take the car, right? From exactly, exactly, exactly. But uh, on the list would be also Sardinia or Sicily. So we'll see. So it's Italy for you. Yes, yes, good. yes. Thank you. Cubertus, really appreciate you coming on to give us the lowdown on Vienna. Would you come back later in the year for an update? Yes, sure. Thank you. Regards to the team in Vienna. And thanks to everyone listening. I'm off to take a long but very pleasant virtual boat ride downstream along the Danube from Vienna all the way to Romania, where next week I'll be catching up with two hotels in Bucharest. So I hope you'll join me for that. Have a good week. Bye.